The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Picked off by Daley Harding. He's running out of the way. 20, 10, 9, Today, the are returning to West Division play for a road battle with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Down to 10, Peters rolls right, looks to the end zone, lob, touchdown! He's got it! Daniel Parker! With five seconds left! Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. It hasn't happened since 2011, but it could happen today. The Alana could clinch a winning season. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty here in Champaign. The Alana coming off an open week. Illinois already bowl eligible six and four. They've won four straight in conference, including that miraculous 25 point comeback against Michigan State two Saturdays ago. That was the biggest in program history. And they won it 37-34. to 34. Now the Illini today in Iowa City, a place they haven't won since 1999 when Josh Whitman was on the team. Last week, though, Iowa coming off a win over Minnesota, upending the undefeated, then undefeated Golden Gophers. And Iowa is now 7-3 on the season, 4-3 in Big Ten play. Let's head out to Kinnick Stadium as our opening drive is brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Michael Martin will patrol the sidelines, and he's there today. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Scott. What's the scene there in Iowa? Well, it's a nice, frigid morning here in Iowa City, and uh, it's looking like a beautiful day for some November Big Ten football. You win today, and you really up your bowl status, perhaps, and you avenge a 63 to nothing loss from last year, but Iowa has been so steady over the years. This may be the toughest test of the year. Uh, most definitely. Um, it's There's a lot coming into this. Uh, Iowa is one of the most consistent programs in the country. They've Kirk, Their coach, Kirk Ferenz, is the longest tenured coach in the FBS. Um, so year in, year out, you know what you're getting with Iowa, and uh, this, t- this Iowa team is no different. Does it feel like if you fall behind against Iowa, that's going to be a much taller hill to climb than these comeback wins that were against Wisconsin and Michigan State? I think that's fair, uh, but if you look at how we've played in the uh, second half, um, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but we've been uh, outscoring opponents in the second half these past few weeks um, by a quite a large margin. Um, if you saw Iowa's game against Minnesota last week, they played really well in the first half, um, but didn't play as well in the second half. So it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic can affect the game. 
How about the uh, special teams, which I know you like to pay attention especially to. Uh, what do we know about the Hawkeyes on that front? Um, looks like they've got an Australian punter uh, who's who's decent. Um, you always get a decent guy coming from uh, from that other hemisphere. Uh, their kicker is probably one of the best in the Big Ten. He's 23 for 26 on the year. Uh, his only misses have come from 39-plus. Uh, um, but you look at that stat and you think, Okay, uh, why are they kicking 26 field goals? Uh, can the team finish in the red zone? So it'll be interesting to see from Illinois uh, side. From Illinois side, it'll be interesting to see uh, who go- goes in for um, Jordan Holmes, who went down uh, as the uh, punt returner last last week with a non-contact knee injury. Uh, we don't expect to see him back. All right. Hey, appreciate it much, Michael. We'll talk to you again soon with our keys to the game. Sounds good. Our opening drive, we're off and running here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialists. We'll hear from Coach Lovey Smith and Rod Smith next on the Coach's Corner. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show getting set for Illinois at Iowa this morning over in Kinnick Stadium back in our game day studios. Let's hear what the coaches are saying on the coaches' corner. Brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. With a win today, Illinois could have its first five-game winning streak in conference since 2001, and the Illini could up their bull stock, but Iowa has been tough to beat over the years, and it's hard to forget that 63 to nothing drubbing from last year as well. Lovey Smith frames this game. We realize where we are uh, with our program. Uh, we realize how big a game this is for us each week. The games do get a little bit bigger, and that's exactly where we want to be in November. Um, doesn't take an awful lot for us to get fired up, anxious to play this game. I mean, we were embarrassed uh, right on our home turf last year. I was a good football team. Um, of course, has an outstanding coach, outstanding program. So it'd be a big challenge for us to go on the road, but we accept that challenge. The Illini's three and one road record is a huge factor in the season's success. The fans are right on top of the field, though, at Kinnick Stadium, making it likely the most challenging environment for the Orange and Blue this year. It's tough in general going on the road. You have a home field advantage, but um, I think it also helps when you've done it before. Um, going to Purdue is a tough place. Of course, Michigan State is a tough place, and we're going to another tough place. Uh, but good football teams have to go to tough places and win. I feel like we're equipped to do that. Uh, we run the football on the offensive side. We put an emphasis on ball security and taking the ball away on the defensive side. So, yes, tough place to go on, tough on the road, but we're looking forward to it. And Lovey Smith will scheme his defense against a familiar Hawkeye offense led by quarterback Nate Stanley. Seemed like Stanley has been there forever. Outstanding football player. Uh, make all of the throws. Big guy sits in the pocket. Uh, there's a commitment to the run, and it's been that way with, with Iowa. Um, a little bit more two-back than we've seen. So both of us know each other well. So what we're looking forward to the game. Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith also impressed by the Hawkeyes. I thought they were the best team that we played last year. I really do. 
And I know their record may have not have uh, showed it last year, but if you look at last year's game, they were just a couple points away from winning nine, ten games. And um, I think just they were completely sound, physical. They checked all the boxes, in my opinion, last year. And I think they're the same team this year. I think they're really good. Um, I just They're, they're going to be a handful. And uh, they're as good as well, – here we are once again. They're as good as any defense I think we've faced. Uh, seems like everybody's got a top-notch defense this year in the Big Ten, seems like. Iowa has won the last five matchups with the Illini and 10 of the last 11. That's the coach's corner. In a moment, we'll do the first word. Brian Barnhart is ready at Kinnick Stadium. Lauren Tate here in studio right after this. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. The clash of the U of I's Illinois and Iowa today from Kinnick Stadium. I'm back here in game day studios with Lauren Tate. Brian Barnard is at Kinnick Stadium. Time for our first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning on a beautiful November day here from Iowa City. Yeah, a little cold and rainy over here, so I'm glad you guys are enjoying that. Um, What do we know about the injuries for this Illini team, if if there's anything yet to be determined? Well, we know that uh, Batiku is going to play today, or at least he's available to play. So we'll see if they start him or if they work him in. Uh, since he hasn't played in you know almost a month, uh, Jake Hansen is not going to play, so he's not available. And Dawson DeGroote, who uh, came up big a couple of weeks ago as a backup linebacker, uh, is also unavailable today. So that would be the big news there. And I guess Kalen Tolson will have to step into the one of the roles at linebacker. And of course, Harding has been terrific, and uh, Tolson did a pretty good job a couple of weeks ago too. So that's kind of the outlook on that front. Now, am I correct that Eifler can play right from the start? Yes, that's what I understand. Okay. He was not ejected for targeting. He was ejected for unsportsmanlike, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a question yeah. on that, mm-hmm. so I just want to clarify yeah. it. The, uh, qu- the question is, can Illinois get all these turnovers again? I mean, Illinois is first in the nation in defensive touchdown six, turnovers, Force fumbles, fumble recoveries. I mean, they're first in the nation, not the Big Ten, the nation. Yeah, and it's not close in a lot of cases. Yeah. And they lead the Big Ten, uh, lead Ohio State by four or five in the turnover margin. So that that has been a huge stat for them. And you're right, Lauren, because Iowa doesn't really give it to you very much. I mean, they don't make a lot of mistakes. So it's uh, you're going to have to take it away from them. The thing I have, the question I have today, and I was talking with Gary Dolphin a little bit. I know you guys have uh, on Saturday as well here today that the offensive line has been a little bit of a patchwork for the Hawkeyes, which explains some of the issues, A, in the red zone, where they've had to kick a lot of field goals, and B, running the football overall. Now, this young tailback that's been starting here lately, Goodson, they really like him, but we'll see if I was as effective as they typically are running the football today because of all the front line issues. So, if if you're talking up front in the trenches, Illinois might have an advantage today, which is something you haven't been able to say much against Iowa in recent years. Well, that's exactly right. And it's interesting to hear Ferentz talk about Illinois. I mean, because uh, he's dominated this series. I think somebody said he's won 10 out of 11 or 9 out of 10, whichever it is. And uh, he said that this is there's many of the same players at Illinois that he's faced before, of course, with some additions. But... It's a different team. It's a totally new team, he says. And I, I think he has a different kind of feel about, about this game than he did last year when they had a walkthrough. 
Oh, very much so. And I think you know, you've heard the same thing I heard from uh, Ferentz and that I think he respected Illinois sticking with Lovey Smith. Yeah. And coaches know this. They can see it. They, you know, Coaches will tell you all the time off the record and in practices and things. They'll say, you know, what I'm seeing is they're getting better. And I think he's seen that and seen them stick with the program. Because you remember, Lauren, in uh, Kirk's first couple of years at Iowa, he wasn't that good. And they were wondering if they hired the right guy. And he eventually, over time, got them to where they are now, you know, the established DNA year after year. Kickoff coming up at 11 a.m. It might be, uh, we'll talk to Martin in a little bit here on the keys of the game, but it might be just a game one in the trenches or lost. Well, yeah, that's kind of the way it is every week, you know, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. this brilliant analysis, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, what is it, Captain Obvious? Is that what they, uh, the, the commercial? No. But, no, that's obviously where it is. But, you know, the turnovers have been, I, I've described it like, you know, the old jack-in-the-box where you crank it and you crank it and, boom, the guy pops up. It's been like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan Taylor fumbling on the 10-yard line or Illinois stripping him and or getting a big 76-yard interception return when you really had to have it. Uh, that's been fun to watch for this Illinois team is when those uh, it's not uh, not a, uh, a surprise I guess it is a surprise but I mean they work at it so hard but when it happens in the flow of a game at a certain point when you really need it that's what makes it fun well it's no fluke that they've outscored the opposition in the second half 79 to 22 this season mm-hmm. that's and, a and good here, number and, and here's a quick stat I was talking to the Iowa guys a couple minutes ago there are number of touchdowns that Iowa scored and the number of field goals are almost even it's uh, interesting all the trouble they've had in the red zone. Enjoy the call, Brian. Okay. Thank that, you. That's the first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Our keys to the game right after this. Back on Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois and Iowa. It's time for our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested back out at Kinnick Stadium. It's Michael Martin again and Martin O'Donnell who will be calling the game from the booth. Good to have you both again. And big game for the Illini. Uh, Martin, I'm gonna, I was just saying this brilliant analysis in the last segment. Seems like a game that's won in the trenches this week. Yeah, certainly. I think that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of Big Ten football. But I, I think that really obviously holds true here today. I mean, Iowa's got a very good defensive line, you know, led by AJ Epinesa, the uh, defensive end, and you know, Illinois' offensive line is going to have their hands full, you know, and, and vice versa. I think it's going to be really interesting to see the Illinois D line versus you know Iowa's offensive line, and you know, Illinois' defensive line, the D tackles have been playing really well. Jamal Milan, obviously, Tymir Oliver uh, as well, and I, I think there's some matchups that that we can win consistently in there. Apparently, Iowa doesn't blitz a ton, but apparently you can still be plenty effective that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they actually blitz a little more now than they historically have. Uh, but no, I mean, Iowa as a program, their identity is, you know, they're going to line up over you and they're just going to out-tough you. And that's really what they try to do every single game. And so, you know, if you're a player and you're a competitor, you like playing that kind of team. I always love playing Iowa. Michael Martin, what do you see as the key? I would say forcing uh, Iowa to make mistakes. They're not a mistake-prone team. They're one of the lowest penalized teams in the uh, country. Uh, they don't give up the ball too much, but you got to make them make mistakes and get that ball back. All right, guys. Hey, enjoy the game, and uh, we'll see if Illini can win for the first time there in Iowa City since 1999. Enjoy the game.
Thanks, Scott. Thank you. All right, those are our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Well, quarterback Brandon Peters has engineered two game-winning drives in this win streak, and he's had his best game of the year two weeks ago in the win over Michigan State. And, of course, he's connected plenty with receiver Josh Matarbebe for huge touchdowns. I caught up with Brandon just a little while ago this week. Your teammate, Josh Matterbaby, how do you continue to have success with him knowing probably the defense is keying on him? A lot of teams have, you know, you know the ability to go one-on-one coverage um, against them, and I don't know why, but they do it. You know, with Josh, you know, he, he makes the contested catches, and, you know, he's proved that in a lot of games this year. So, I mean, when we have one-on-one matchups, you know, you, you know, you find your best guy, and I feel like Josh is, you know, the best for one-on-one matchups, and... He makes a play when it's there. How big has it been how the other receivers have stepped up when the injury bug has hit Donnie, Caleb, and the others? You know, Donnie has been great. Um, you know, Caleb came back last week and, you know, had some great catches and, you know, big moments as well. Um, but, you know, to have guys like that that, uh, you know, didn't really – weren't the starters to start off the year, you know, have kept their mind in it, um, kept working, you know, stayed with, you know, what what this team's about. Um, you know, it's good to have guys like that that, you know, care. Um, you know, when their numbers is called and they can produce like that, I mean, that means a lot to this team. Going into Iowa, I'm sure you guys would want to go in there and just roll. But if I could pull strings and set it all up, that you've got an opportunity to orchestrate another game-winning drive to win on the road in Iowa, how much would you relish that kind of moment? <laughs> I mean, it would be it'd be pretty awesome. But at the same time, we can't we can't live in the world of you know playing comeback games. Um, you know, we got to start off the games better. Um, obviously, versus Michigan State, we you know we laid an egg in the first half offensively. Um, you know. Had a big fumble on special teams. We weren't executing well. Um, you know, it's not every game where you're going to be able to do that and come back and beat good teams. Um, so, you know, looking forward, you know, we just got to start off a lot faster and stronger on offense. And looking back at game planning, especially for the Wisconsin-Michigan State, but the other games too, how much in the do you look back and went, we had a game plan, we stuck to it, and that worked. How much did you have to adjust based on what was happening in that game and what the defense was showing you? I mean, there's every game so far, I mean, a lot of teams have done things a little bit different uh, defensively. I don't think there's actually been a game. I mean, we don't really, like, change game plan much going into halftime, but, I mean, I don't think there's been a, a game where we haven't made, you know, not a single adjustment. So, I mean, that's a part of it, man. You know, teams are going to do different things, you know, based on your style of play. So, yeah. And lastly, you guys have had a lot of success on the road. This might be the toughest environment yet on the road, you'll see. What's been key for you guys having success? Is there something you look forward to? Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be hectic for sure. I mean, I I remember when I was getting recruited by Iowa in high school. I went to the Iowa State-Iowa game, and it it was pretty crazy. But, you know... As a player, you know, you can't really think about, you know, what's going on around you, the atmosphere. And, you know, you know, obviously for me, you know, who I am, I'm just a laid-back kind of guy. Like, I'm not going to let, you know, that stuff get to us. And, I, you know, I think a lot of the other guys, you know, won't blink under the pressure either. Um, and, you know, especially at Michigan State, from what I saw from the guys, you know, I mean, I have all the confidence in the world. They're not going to let a situation like this get to them. And a pink locker room won't rattle you? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think it will. I mean, you know, it's kind of absurd that they they do that, but 
That was kind of comical. All right. That's Brandon Peters, and he'll lead the Illini against Iowa coming up at 11 o'clock. Notably, as we've uh, told you, Jake Hansen is out in this ball game, and so is Dawson DeGroote, Dominic Stampley, Jamal Woods, and Jordan Holmes. But Olawole Batiku is available for the first time in three ball games. The Illini, though, a little bit thinner at the linebacking spot. We'll see how that plays out. Coming up, we'll look back at this day in Illini football history. Fighting Illini Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues now as we look back on this day in Illini football history. It's brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. Remember now some moments on November 23rd on this day in 1946. The number five ranked Illini shut out Northwestern 20 to nothing in Evanston to clinch their first ever trip to the Rose Bowl. More recently, on this day in 2002, Antonio Harris ran for 178 yards and broke Illinois single-season rushing record with a seven-yard gain early in the second half against Northwestern. The Illini won 31-24. Harris surpassed the previous school record of 1,281 yards set by Illini career rushing leader Robert Holcomb. Harris's single-season mark, though, has since been surpassed by Mikel Ashore and Richard Mendenhall. In 1957, Ray Nitschke gained 157 yards rushing against Northwestern in a 27-0 shutout. He had an 84-yard touchdown scamper, the sixth longest in Illini history. Finally, the biggest moment in Illini history on this day was a game that wasn't played. On this day in 1963, the Illini were scheduled for a showdown for the Big Ten title with Michigan State. But the day prior, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. With the team already in East Lansing, but the nation mourning, the game was postponed. The Illini returned on Thanksgiving Day. Here's a sportscaster reel from November 28th. Jim Grabowski, Illinois' rock'em, sock'em sophomore fullback, rips the Spartan defense apart with a savage charge into the end zone. If you think Grabowski is a happy boy, you're 100% correct. The Illini lead swells to 13 points, and the scent of roses is present on that orange and blue bench. It's fourth and seven on the Illinois 11. Sherman Lewis is the victim of a fired-up Illinois forward wall, and that's the ball game. Michigan State is shut out 13 to nothing. Illinois, the Cinderella team of the season, rebounds from the bottom to the top of the Big Ten and bounces right into the Rose Bowl. For Coach Pete Elliott, happy days are here again. And the Fighting Illini will next be seen on New Year's Day against Washington in Pasadena's pigskin spectacular, the Rose Bowl. That's this day in Illini football history. Thanks to Mike Pearson for his assistance. There's more to come. We turn our attention back to today's game between the Illini and Iowa. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, and Michael Martin are all standing by with kickoff at 11 a.m. I'm Scott Beatty. Remember the Fasters Etc. postgame show after the ball game with Evan Kahn and Matt Daniels taking your calls and texts about what you heard and saw 